0: Welcome to Full Rigor of Florida True Crime Podcast. I'm Karen Curtis. It is election season, and this true crime podcast is going to center around the 2018 election between Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis for governor. Andrew Gillum was the first black nominee in a major party to run for governor in Florida, and I believe that everyone has a file that says things are not as they appear. I mean, who would have thought that Princess Diana and Prince Charles had a crazy love triangle going on in their marriage? Bill Clinton in a two-year relationship with an intern, Monica Lewinsky, and all the sex acts going on in the Oval Office. The press finding Gary Hart on the monkey business with his girlfriend Donna Rice on his lap after he challenged them to dig up dirt. I could go on. But this podcast is not about politics. It's about the underbelly of politics and what the stress of running for office can do to a candidate. I mean, it can lead him or her down some torrid, unsavory and sometimes criminal paths. How
1: the hell am I supposed to know every single statement somebody makes? My grandmother used to say a hit dog will holler Uh, and it hollered uh, through this room.
0: We are a week away from the midterm elections as I record this podcast, and this time, four years ago, then Congressman Ron DeSantis, Republican, was in a tight race for Florida governor with the mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, Democrat. He was the first black nominee in a major party to run for governor in Florida.
1: I'm not calling Mr. DeSantis a racist. I'm simply saying the racists believe he's a racist.
0: Here's an excerpt from their debate, moderated by Jake Tapper on CNN. All right, so Release Congressman it. DeSantis, let me turn to an issue that's been plaguing your campaign. Um, one of your donors called President Obama the N-word. Uh, you denounced his comments, but you did not return the money. Uh, the morning after your primary win, you said Florida voters shouldn't, quote, monkey this up by electing Mayor Gillum. You insisted your comments had nothing to do with race. But what do you say to Florida voters who have concerns about your keeping the money from that contributor, your comments,
1: and about your tolerance. Because he made a mistake, he apologized. You look at me as a prosecutor working with law enforcement. It didn't matter the race of the victim. We were there to support the race of the victim. So Floridians can know that I'll be a governor for all Floridians. Mr. Mayor. Again, uh, the the Congressman let us know exactly uh, where he was going to take this race the day after he won the nomination. The monkey up comment said it all. And he has only continued in the course of his campaign to draw all the attention he can uh, to the color of my skin. And the truth is, is you know what? I'm black. I've been black all my life. So far as I know, I will die black. In
0: 2018, Gillum was the nominee of the Florida Democratic Party to be governor of Florida. And he had won the Democratic primary election over a field of five other candidates, including former U.S. Representative Gwen Graham. She is the daughter of Bob Graham, the former U.S. Senator and governor of Florida and former Miami Beach Mayor Philip Levine. During Gillum's gubernatorial campaign, there were accusations that he had taken tickets and other gifts including a hotel room, meals, and a boat tour of the New York Harbor. And Apparently, Gillum had accepted a ticket to see the Broadway play Hamilton from an undercover agent.
1: In fact, we got 99 issues and Hamilton ain't one of them. Uh, I get that. This is what my opponent wants to discuss.
0: So yeah, it was brought up in the debate by then-Congressman DeSantis. Gillum's lawyer at the time, Barry Richard, who, by the way, I dated once, uh, claimed that the ticket came from Gillum's brother. Quote, he met his brother in New York to go see Hamilton, and his brother gave him the ticket. So there's a big uproar over where did the ticket come from? Did it come from Adam Corey? Because Corey went as well. Adam Corey and Andrew and his brother have been friends since college.
1: He's the one who lied. About the Costa Rica luxury trip. He's the one who was with the lobbyists. He's the one who did all this. If he wants to talk about receipts, not a Hamilton ticket, but $145,000 of taxpayer money, why won't you release those receipts? I received my money legally and through my congressional office to travel from Florida to Washington and back again for six years, twice a week.
0: So in the general election in 2018, Gillum lost in a close race to the Republican U.S. Representative Ron DeSantis, who became governor.
1: This was from the very beginning an extremely, extremely difficult task. Uh, I sincerely regret that I couldn't bring it home for you. but I can guarantee you this. I'm not going anywhere.
0: Well, Gillum never made his promised comeback. Shortly after he lost that election to DeSantis, who beat him by 33,000 votes, that's less than a half percentage point, there was even a recount, Gillum says he got depressed and turned to drugs and alcohol to cope. In March of 2020, he was caught up in a scandal involving drugs and sex. Paramedics were called to a Miami Beach hotel room to treat a male sex worker for a drug overdose. The former gubernatorial candidate was in Miami for a wedding and took an Uber to a South Beach hotel room to meet a male friend, and this happened.
1: A quick what's up, and I get there and I have another drink. Um, This one's uh, prepared for me, and the last memory I have is sitting there drinking. The next memory that I have is I am in a bathroom with no clothes on with five police officers and the EMT worker said "Um, your friend had an overdose. When I heard overdose I thought dead and they asked me did you take anything and I'm like no I didn't take anything. I, I said I was drinking earlier but you know that was it. And He says are you aware that you have been vomiting, that, that you could have choked on your vomit. I said, no.
0: Police said Gillum was incapacitated, and they found suspected drugs, but no charges were ever filed.
1: Daybreak comes, and at this point I know I have to tell RJ, and what I think I'm telling her is there is a chance I may be a witness to a crime.
0: So the former rising Democratic star was found lying on the floor inebriated in a Miami hotel room with a person who had a drug overdose. A 911 call was made from the South Beach hotel room, and when police arrived, they found plastic baggies of suspected crystal meth. They also found the overdosed person who reportedly was a gay male escort. They also found Andrew Gillum, the 40-year-old husband and father of two, naked and inebriated. A photo of him was taken in the compromising position and was leaked.
1: Someone decided to use a moment where I was literally lying in my own vomit. I didn't recognize the person on the floor. That was not anything more than a person being at their most vulnerable state.
0: Gillum denied drug use, but went to rehab for alcoholism and depression. And in an exclusive interview with ABC's Tamron Hall, he said that the incident was a wake up call but was not representative of his character.
1: I remember them saying, we know who you are. And I'm thinking if there is a potential crime that has happened here, certainly there ought to be more going on, which is why my first call was to my family to let them know likely you're gonna have to meet me at the police station or whatever it is. So you thought
0: you were going to be arrested?
1: I, I wasn't sure, I, well, there would not have been a reason for me to be arrested, but I was thinking I would at the very least be a witness. Somebody would ask me what, what happened, right. and I would have to tell them All and that right. kind of thing, you know, you know what I knew, um, but none of that happened. They just took me to my hotel and I take an Uber, get to the rental house. Where was RJ? Asleep.
0: RJ is Gillam's wife and he finally told her the truth about what happened or what he could remember that had happened. And then Andrew Gillum decided to get candid with the world.
1: What was most hurtful was this belief that I was somehow living a lie in my marriage and in my family. That was the most hurtful to me because I believe we're all entitled to mistakes. And I believe we're entitled to those mistakes without having every other respectable and redeeming part of our lives invalidated. And I felt like the love that I have between my wife and I, my family, but most important, the authenticity that I've tried to lead with, was all in question at this point. And not even in question anymore, something else had been assumed by that. And to be very honest with you, when you didn't ask the question, um, you put it out there, is whether or not I identify as gay, and the answer is I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual.
0: So Andrew Gillum got an early start in politics. At the age of 23, he became the youngest person elected to the Tallahassee City Commission. He was featured in Ebony Magazine and was recognized by the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation as an emerging leader for 2003. Gillum's career continued to climb. He was elected mayor of Florida's capital city, Tallahassee, in 2014. Four years later, he shocked many Democrats with his stunning upset of Gwen Graham. Remember, the daughter of Bob Graham our former governor, in the party's gubernatorial primary. In May of 2019, though, the FBI subpoenaed Gillum regarding his gubernatorial campaign. Fast forward to June of 2022, Gillum appeared in a federal courtroom in handcuffs, After he was indicted on fraud charges stemming from an alleged scheme in which he's accused of pocketing campaign contributions, essentially paying himself to run for office, he's pled not guilty to all charges and surrendered his passport. Gillum was released without having to post bail and left the courthouse without comment. Now, during Gillum's campaign for governor, the Tampa Bay Times broke a story that Gillum was under FBI investigation after he accepted that ticket to see the Broadway play Hamilton from the undercover agent. Apparently, the tickets were paid for by an undercover FBI agent posing as a developer who said he wanted Gillum's help in approving projects. In later interviews with agents, Gillum denied receiving anything of value from the purported developer. So part of the indictment from 2022 focuses on that trip to New York six years ago. According to the charging document, Gillum got the tickets to see the play Hamilton from the undercover FBI agents who were posing as representatives of a local developer. Gillum is accused of lying to the FBI about the tickets and other gifts that he received from them, including a hotel room meals and a boat tour of New York Harbor. He's also accused of keeping campaign contributions for personal use. A federal grand jury has returned a 21-count indictment against Andrew Gillum and Sharon Janet Letman Hicks both of Tallahassee. The indictment was handed down by the United States Attorney for the Northern District of Florida. The indictment alleges that between 2016 and 2019, Gillum and Letman Hicks conspired to commit wire fraud by unlawfully soliciting and obtaining funds from various entities and individuals through false and fraudulent promises and representations that the funds would be used for a legitimate purpose. The indictment further alleges that the defendants used third parties to divert a portion of those funds to a company owned by Letman Hicks, who then fraudulently provided the funds disguised as payroll payments to Gillum for his personal use. Both defendants are charged with 19 counts of wire fraud. Gillum is also charged with making false statements to FBI agents. And as of yesterday, federal prosecutors are trying to block attempts by Andrew Gillum's lawyers. To secure separate trials for the two on public corruption charges. The former Tallahassee mayor and his co defendant have both asked for their own trials in motions that were filed last month. Gillum's lawyer said individual trials were necessary for Letman Hicks to testify on his client's behalf, while Letman Hicks' lawyers argued that she wasn't involved in the FBI's investigation into Gillum's dealing with undercover agents. But government lawyers say that the two took part in a common scheme over several years to fraudulently obtain money from a variety of organizations, including Gillum's own 2018 campaign for Florida governor, and to funnel it to him through her firm, PNP Communications. The government also responded to complaints from Letman Hicks lawyers about the timing of her indictment because she and Gillum were charged in June, a week after she filed a run for a Florida House seat. Though the indictment wasn't unsealed until June 22nd at the time, several counts were nearing the statute of limitations. The government says that Gillum in 2017 was ramping up his campaign for governor and he faced substantial personal expenses after leaving a lucrative position with the People for the American Way Foundation. So Letman Hicks, his longtime friend and advisor, stepped in to help and gave him a job at PNP with a $10,000 a month salary. However, the government found out that PNP did not have enough money to pay the salary to Gillum, which resulted in the conduct in the indictment defrauding multiple parties to fund the salary. Valerie. That's according to the prosecution, of course. Gillum's attorneys deny this. So a U.S. district judge has set a new trial date of April 17, 2023 for Andrew Gillum and Sharon Letman-Hicks. Gillum, again, vehemently denying the accusation, saying the case is not legal, it is political. And Letman-Hicks questioned the timing of the indictment just days after she qualified to run for the House of Representatives. And the federal prosecutor, Andrew Grogan, says... The vast majority of the government's evidence in the case has been turned over to the defense, and he said it includes approximately 300 documents and 150 recordings, and he said 18 of those recordings are significant to the government's case. The U.S. District Judge Alan Windsor said jury selection will start on Monday, April 17, 2023, and he'd be blocking out two weeks for the trial, and his hope is that he won't have to move the trial date again. We'll see what happens. Is this basically a smear campaign against Andrew Gillum? Are they out to get him? We'll find out when this thing goes to trial in April of 2023, and I will be on top of it for you if they do get separate trials and with anything else that develops in this saga. But I don't think we've seen the last of Andrew Gillum. He's too talented as a politician. To see photos of Andrew Gillum and Letman Hicks, go to my Instagram page, Podcast, and I want to thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to go and vote next Tuesday. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Full Rigor. I promise to get back to more blood and guts in the next episode. (laughs) That wraps up Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.